welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter slash X at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's time for a battle of the queens. Nikki introduced a little twist that allowed one of the eliminated queens back into the competition if they beat a remaining queen in a lip sync. So what happened? It's time to find out as we discuss all things Drag Race France 2. And guess who's back in the house? The artist formerly known as Patricia Diamond, Nolan. How are you? I'm, oh, I'm so tired, aren't I? Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably call you Patricia Diamond a couple times, but it'll it'll slip. But apologies in advance. That's fine. I just am like I'm on like a little weird little break thing that may or may That's not fair. be That's for a fair. while, or we'll, we'll see. It could be a week. Probably not a week. You Gen Zers, you, you, you you get like something in your heart, and then you're like, ah, eh, it's not gonna work. Forget it even happened. It's called heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, heartburn, heartburn. Yeah, I uh, us old folks get that too. Um, Drag News of the Week. We got our hosts of Drag Race Germany. We got our uh, guest, or not our guest judge, our main judge, uh, Diane Brill. Um, are you excited for Drag Race Germany? I I, I cannot watch it because I, I'm not mature enough for Germany. The, uh, German accents, I, yes, I'm not mature enough for that. I, I wish it was it. called Deutschland. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, you got Brazil coming up, and I know you're excited for that one. Oh, you don't gotta, you don't gotta worry about that. No, Portuguese that at its fluency. So it's no big deal. I'm pretty awesome, I guess. That's the that's what I've heard about you. Pretty, pretty awesome. All right, French pronunciations. I apologize. Uh, Duolingo, just sponsor me and we will get better. It's going to happen one day, right? I think you have to put in work for it to get better. No, the Duolingo part. I know that I, I, I got to do. Yeah, you're right. I have to do the work to get Duolingo. Um, Duolingo's too busy being silly on Twitter. That's true. Um, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us, the reality production. We are showing with the editing of television show wants to see we react. Was presented. You see real people getting the opportunity to go and tell them to share their crafts, but it also put themselves to discuss what it says in the podcast for entertainment to discuss reality television show. Okay. Um, oh, those weren't words. They're all words. Nolan, how have you enjoyed this season thus far? It's such a treat. I feel like it, I feel like it's different than what I'll obviously see a lot of other international franchises. Yeah. Like even with just like, the twist. I mean, I, not really good. I mean, the main seasons you see twists all the time, but I don't really remember the last time I saw an international season that had something different going on. Yeah, they they were like, you know what? We're gonna have fun. We're gonna make the audience squirm a little bit. Um, and it's such a good I, cast. It's a great cast. That's why I'm very happy with what happened. But let's let's go through it. Hearts are broken as the queens re-enter the workroom. Moon is gone. They are sad to see her leave, but the reality is mental health is important. Put yourself first and get a prescription for Prozac. That too. Sarah is feeling terrible for an assortment of reasons. She wishes Moon defeated, defended her place in the competition, but she also feels weird as she couldn't defend herself either. 
She's very confused, doesn't know how to react. She loves Moon and is not thinking about the competition, but they she must respect her brave decision. Now, do you feel like if you were in the position where your competitor said they had to leave um, and you were in the bottom and didn't get to lip sync, do you feel like you would be like, well, I don't know if I really deserve to be here? No, because why would I doubt myself when I can just be delusional? I mean, tell me one non-delusional drag artist in um, the DMV. I don't think I can. Exactly. You're right. You're right. That's that's fair. That's fair. The queens will clean the mirror message together as Moon has now officially left the building. They lament how they survived the ball. Keyword, survived. There are five left out of 11. The noose is tightening. Soon they'll have a winner. And Mommy Watcha thinks it'll be her. And if she wins, then I will be the Queen of America by the year 2030. Delusion. It's fun. Yeah. They probably um, told her to say that. She knows. Well, oh, she knows. She knows. But wouldn't it be cool if I was Queen of America? Well, America's got like three good years left in it before like we're done. So you better get, better get to step in. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. By 2030, it's not going to be good. So let me be the queen. Ha <laughs> ha, friends. Right. It'll be so fun. It'll be so much fun. Drag queens everywhere. Sure. Yeah, that sounds awful. That, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the woke mob, right? <laughs> left, right? The queens will enter the workroom and pretend it's runway time as they do their best version of RuPaul's Cover Girl. I think the thing we have to remember is that they did this with no music playing, and therefore when the editors do put it in as underscoring, it just sounds so messy. It's very campy. They did their best. They did their best. I always love listening. I love listening to queens talking about like the entrance walk and everything, how it is silent silent in that room oh you hear it's like, so uncomfortable yeah they say it's it looks like it's a short walk but it's the longest walk you're ever going to take i walked to maryland one time that was pretty long yeah from from dc yeah i just smoked a joint and ended up in the mountains in maryland <laughs> that's you know what um i'm sure great things happen on your journey you learned a lot i've ended up in worse places yeah, I, I, oh, I know. Um, what's planned for today? Trouble. Well, get that cockadoodling. Uh, Nikki arrives after teasing a twist. Do you like twists? Sometimes. Sometimes they're awful. Weren't you a part of a drag competition where a twist happened and you came back? It wasn't so much of a twist. It was like I was eliminated and then somebody got like <laughs> hospitalized. So they just like okay. brought me back in. I um, mean, the they've never kind of, said it was that. It on purpose twist. Okay, they never said who, how that person was hospitalized, right? You didn't poison they, them, right? They did, but I don't remember. It was something. Oh, okay. They're fine now. Okay. But did, it was you, like, did you hear about the story about this lady in Australia who um, served her in-laws um, beef wellington and apparently had a um, poisonous mushroom in it and they all died? And now she's in a little bit of trouble. Okay, Eric Cartman, I see you. Right? Isn't that fun? I could see you doing that. All right, um, so I have learned that because I do not know French, thanks to Kiona and one of our lovely listeners, when the queens say we want Nikki, it is very close to them saying we want to fuck. I yes. mean, both can be accurate. I mean, from some of from what I've heard from some of them, yeah, I think, think that might work out really well. For yeah, them. absolutely. Nikki arrives wearing an oversized blazer, and I feel like she's just a kid who raided RuPaul's closet, uh, but still much better fashion than I. And Nikki, please take me out shopping. Oh, I can let any like, kids in her house. 
that's true. Um, <laughs> Nikki, when we go shopping in France, can you use all your connections and make me a fashion diva extreme, please? I, I thrifted this uh, cowboy boot bomber jacket in Paris. It was awesome. Oh, no. I, I Listen, she is now good Judy's with Christian Louis Vuitton. Give me a pair of shoes, bitch. No, I like my shoes I have. They're uh, knockoff vans from Target. Oh, I love that. 1999. So That's all I, I need. Mm, you can keep the Louboutins. All right. They've survived the ball, the Rusical, the Snatch game. And it's time for them to let off some steam. Nikki will play shrink as the queens take their turns laying down the couch. This was a fun acting moment from some of our divas. We had Kiona just flirt with Nikki, Cookie dreaming of being a pony, Sarah opining about receiving the other people's opinions and how Nikki is mommy and daddy, Hunani unintelligibly speaking through her sobbing, and mommy sleeping i feel you girl um there there have been times where i just want to sleep through therapy well that's you know, getting your money's worth then yeah it's expensive it's true with thanks, some stress thanks, gone. Oh, thanks biden i don't yeah. know uh no 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 uh <laughs> with some stress gone it's time to put some more on because a classic mini challenge is back it's time to play with puppets because everybody loves puppets except for mommy Wata. Mommy Wata hates puppets. She gets angry and doesn't understand why adults put them on their hands. Uh, I feel like that would be your take too. I feel like you have a similar stance on puppets. Uh, me and puppets, we just don't interact. They do their thing, I do mine. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not my, my wheelhouse. The pit crew arrives with a big giant box to which the queens will go fist first in. Kiona will select Mommy Wata. Punani gets Kiona. Sarah has Punani. Mommy has Cookie. And Cookie is left with Sarah. They have 15 minutes to drag up their puppets. Why does RuPaul not play with puppets anymore on our show? Yeah, that doesn't have all the things to get rid of. It's such a good challenge. Yeah, like, it's like, I mean, the whole little Nikki therapist thing was like, what was the point of that? But the puppets is like a, that's a thing. Why do we get rid of that? Honestly, I think we had the Nikki therapist thing because of the moon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quit oh. because of the mental health but she's like let's all check in with ourselves and just have a fun moment um now let's say if you were given a scout sonner puppet from me how would you dress her up and what funny things would you make her say i put on them fuck ass boots um no lashes um and that's about it yeah oh and that fuck ass wig mm -hmm. and what was what would scout sonner puppet say Hello, I'm Scout Sonner Puppet. Great. Um, not anything about weed? Probably that would, probably that'd be, it would just be there. It, she'd be nonverbal. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds accurate. That's kind of, that's my goal. Is you, I've like, seen that version of Scout Sonner. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go have. through them. Fiona as mommy. I think the puppet with the two pieces and wild crazy hair with pom-poms in it was very Walter Spirit for sure. She captured the voice well. She's going to mock her and her love for the glue gun, which she calls the accessory of the season. And then we get crickets as Kiana struggles to find any humor in mom, aside from knowing literally nothing. Not, you know, not everything's for everybody. I mean, I think what I would if have done. If anybody's allowed to slip up on something, it's Kiona. That's true. That's true. If I had mommy, I think I would have uh, killed more people off the way that mommy has killed many celebrities. Yeah. Well, usually you're not supposed to condone murder. Yeah. Next up, Cookie Asada Forever. She has made her wear a giant tutu, but it checks. She went so heavy on those man made cheeks. Um, yeah, that was quite funny. That was a black line she created. Man made cheeks. 
she will mock Sarah for her deep throat and her tricks as she can do anything despite not being young. Though Sarah tells us that when she's 70, she'll be able to still do things that Cookie could never do. Good for her. Yeah, the uh, she will old do... people go crazy. You see them protesting. Mm-hmm. She will do a bit of telling uh, Punani to be less good so she can win a challenge. And it will get a bit harsh when she jokes about Sarah hating makeup or the makeup hating her. Uh, Phil Flau is just mean. Yeah, next up, it ended up just being too mean. Next up, we have Punani as Kiona. She starts off making it look like she's wearing that cape thing from last week and telling us she made all her wigs this season reveals to um, a very bad 15 meter one. Um, Do you know how 15 meters is in feet? Can you help me out? Because I'm a dumb American. A meter is like a exact but it's like close enough so like really long yeah really long great that's that's american that comically like long. american great great <laughs> um she will give us the graphs and charts and that she used to decide the roles for the rusical which was very funny and then she gives us a full dagger to ginger bitch uh poor old drag queen ginger bitch never stood a chance next up sarah as punani the puppet is wearing all, 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 QR code earrings included. I think the lips were drawn on perfectly. She will mock her for being the queen of vintage and that everything is vintage except her earrings, which her boyfriend 3D printed. Did we know that Punani had a boyfriend? Are we all jealous? Because I'm a little jealous. Well, that don't mean anything. Everybody's open nowadays. That's true. That is very true. Sarah will give very differently. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sarah will get her chance for payback as she has Punani say that she has a friend in this adventure named Sarah that she voted for. Um, Sarah forever is still pressed that she was voted on by uh, Punani to go home. Get over it. That's so tired. After and 15 fa- years. Yeah. And finally, mommy as Cookie. How will the puppet hater do? Well, Cookie how will arise to the stage saying hello and that she's got nice outfits and Ginger Bitch hates her. On point. She will mock her talent show and how she was bad with puppets, but here she is again. And then she will say, unlike her Johnny from Snatch Game, she will be funny today. And even Nikki thought that was a jab. And next she tells us that she had a run-in with Sarah, Ginger, Punani, the journalist, the cameraman, Nikki Doll, her grandmother, and soon the armchairs, which is funny. Um, I could see Cookie having words with literally anything and anyone. Yeah, well, she's she she gets to. She's she gets to. She's at a hurdle level in Paris. She gets to do what she needs to do. Yeah. Would do you want her to have words with you? I know. I don't. Not a badge of honor. Do it. It's going to be revealed. The winner of the mini challenge is Mommy Wata. She won something and she will never let those girls hear the end of it for weeks, for months on socials. It's over. 50 years, we are going to hear Mommy Wata say she won. I feel I like that's what thing. I would do. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 I mean, you got to. Who wants to be humble? I don't. Exactly. Exactly. What homosexual do you know that is humble? Exactly. Just like the it's DMV like, yeah. queens that are. Nobody. Yeah, <laughs> now the time has come to really stress these bitches out. 
For this week's maxi challenge, the stakes are high as it will determine who will be in the semifinals. She is looking for a star, so they will put on a show to one of Nikki's songs. They will give choreography and perform for their lives. Nikki says that there will be two groups. Are you ready to learn the two groups? Well, I actually watched it, so I know them, but you can go ahead and tell me. (laughs) The first group is Kiona, Hunani, Sarah Forever, which leaves Cookie and Mommy to join the first group. Oh, y'all wanted a twist? If they're if this is their group, well, well, who's in the second group? Look over there behind the, in the mirror. It's the Eliminated Queens, Kitty Space, Gingerbeds, Vespi, Peach, and Rose. Do you like the um, All Star Two mirror reveal, or do you think it's been played out? Because uh, I think this is the second time this year we've seen that. Because I think Drag Race is you did it. It's like a little like a little tradition, you know. If you're gonna have everybody come back, just might as well just put them in the mirror because you know it's fun. I will say, because I I have it behind me, Um, if you are tall in this mirror, you are going to have the reflection fuck up your face. So poor ginger bitch has (laughs) a wig in her eyeball. We got the idea. Poor ginger, poor ginger. All right, Nikki reveals that to advance to the semifinal, they will have to beat the best of the past candidates who will perform a lip sync against the worst one from their group. If they lose, the Eliminated Queen will reclaim her spot in the competition. It's giving all stars three. And I like it. Sue me. I love it. It's fun. Um, I wish there were higher stakes to what happened on the episode, but we'll get to it. We'll talk about it. Don't you worry. I'm not To attend this Battle Royale. Nikki is welcoming Victor Von Santo, a name familiar on the pod and a twink I'd love to. Um, well, as they say, we want Nikki. Yeah, I saw that and I said, oh, I think there's going to be some commentary on this one. Yeah. And French literary icon Virginie Despons. Are you familiar with her work? I've heard her name, but I'm not very familiar. Um, allegedly, it's a big deal. Um, but 10 bucks says Mommy Wata has no idea who she is. She probably isn't the only one. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, she some of the queens knew who she was. Well, it is showtime. The girls will head to the tables while the eliminating queens are. I don't know where. Do did they really force those girls to get into drag, stand behind a mirror, and be like, thank you for your time. We'll see you later out of drag. Yeah, I thought that was silly. I was like. Are we gonna, like, let them come back in, give them hugs the or something. <laughs> it was weird. The girls know that whoever could come back will be back with a vengeance, so they vow that none of them will be leaving. They get their lyrics, listen to the song as they dance around the room, living their best life. Are you someone that dances around your room with headphones in? Usually I opt for a Bluetooth speaker, but yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, so you annoy it's everybody. usually paired with, like, a, a nice red wine. Or maybe of course. Or um, can you tell us the jam you're jamming out to? I've been in, I've been doing a lot of gospel recently. I've been listening to the, the gospel. I don't know why. Wow. I've been, okay. in, like a, I've been in like a little kit. I was like, I, I need to listen to Amazing Grace right now. <laughs> I mean, you are Southern, so I understand the connection. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Kiona shares that she has an idea that will get them high points. They will do choreography together that will garner them higher points and show them that they are the better group. She is taking the lead because they need structure. She thinks that they all have ideas and are creative, but she wants everyone to shine, so she needs to put some order to form a coherent group. Punani will ask who they are afraid of the most, and Mommy will shade Punani's bestie and say Rose, as she's afraid of her dance. 
shady bitch. Yeah. They will take the moment to talk about Rose so as they don't know her strengths, but Punani will vouch for her saying that she has charisma so she should be feared. She's captivating and can use her humor to counterbalance her lack of dance experience. Right. If you do, if you do it properly, that works. I mean, I, I agree. Next, they discuss Vespi, who Punani says she hasn't seen her dance, but she is beautiful. They think she's discreet and might be able to learn choreography quickly. But hey, being fascinating and sexy, not a bad thing. Maybe, maybe one day I'll be one of those. Maybe. You're supposed to say, Michael, no, you are now. Oh, no. Never yeah. say that. No. You need to build each other up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Kitty is discussed next, and they said that she is a good dancer, and she did eliminate someone. Um, but reminder, that person was Rose, but shh, don't tell them they're deep in conversation. Cookie will take the lead with Ginger and say that she is great and impressive on stage, and really, Cookie is trying to get back in her good graces, ain't she? Yeah, bless her heart. And Peach, they all know she's a very good dancer, but they are there and they are not giving up their places. Uh, Mommy says that they left for a reason and no queen or President Macron will take her spot. She's here to stay. Um, Have you heard people, the rumors circulating that um, Justin Trudeau might have had a little affair with President Macron? I haven't heard that, but I think that some people just need to go touch grass more. I think so too. I, I saw that today. Just log like, off a little bit. Yeah, I was like, okay, they people hugged. spend too much kidding? time on on TikTok. <laughs> Who do you think is more attractive, President Macron or Justin Trudeau? They're kind of at the same level. I mean, President Macron has not been on Drag Race. Justin Trudeau has. Yeah, and I think it's probably going to stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right, the top five is the main stage to start their choreography. Kiona is going to take this opportunity to make them all shine. Also, stream shine by the Brat Pack. There's the plug. Are you a fan of the oh, Brat yeah. Pack? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> what will not shine is whatever that fucking wig mommy is wearing to, out there to dance. It's a, it is shake and go. It, it is not even shaken. It just goed. I'm not going to say anything about wigs. Yeah, uh, we will see a fun starting position and Kiona will be a bit of a drill sergeant as she is determined and focused. Her vision is taking shape and says there is space for everyone. Speaking of space for everyone, how are you at dancing? I'm not very good. Can you move? Used to. Yeah. But, you know, now, now I'm a little, I just kind of like my bump the log. No, bump on a log nowadays. Right, it's right, it. of course. Um, Trying the grass, playing the grass. Sure. Yeah. The grass is my own inability to learn. That's 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 <laughs> it. Kiona will work with each queen to really get their best assets shown. Punani says she is not the best dancer, but she's hanging in there and thinks she's no worse than the others. And just as they are dancing, some creeps come in, sneaking in from the back. It's the eliminated queens. They get to reunite. Oh yay. For like 30 seconds. And they even get a chance to be in the confessional chair. One last talk. We're going to watch the queens give us like a Sharks and Jacks dual moment. But the biggest question remains, did Vespi paint on stubble or was that real? And if it is real, explain the mug in the mirror. Y'all, someone find out the tea. That is weird. You must I be paying, uh, didn't think that twink could grow any facial hair. You must have been like over here studying everything watching that. I'm oh, I was, I was, because like if you popped up with facial hair, I'd be like, no, that's not real. That is, that is, that is painted on. La- a lace front beard. 
Oh my God, that'll be so scary. Um, they're all going to hug. The reunion between Rose and Punani was very sweet, you know, because they are besties. Do you think Punani said, you've been replaced by Sarah forever? I hope she did. That'd be really silly. That'd be so fun. Vespi will say it is nice to be back, but there is little tension in the air. And at one point, Cookie is standing with the Eliminated Queens as she's told by the team not to make friends with the enemy, which is funny since we know what is about to happen later on to Cookie Conti. Foreshadowing is what they call that. That's true. Now, the haterade is coming out. Ginger says that Mommy Wata has never been more liquid as tonight. She's a puddle, I suppose. I did not get the read, and neither did Mommy Wata. I didn't get it. Yeah. Cookie will fat shame and say that they have put on some weight, which was um, great choice, great choice, great choice, Cookie. Are we going to even get a dance battle? No, just Ginger saying it's good to not have dark circles under her eyes. You know what? I would love to know what it's like to ha- not have dark circles under my eyes. That's what. You know? That's why I shout out to uh, my good friends at NYX Cosmetics for, oh. <laughs> for some concealer. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, I use the world-renowned Sunday Riley to use autocorrect under my eyes. It works a little bit, um, but my bags are so heavy, it's going to take a miracle for them to go away. Hey, and, some, and a miracle might happen. It might happen. Kiana's going to reveal that she choreographed the whole thing, but they have to leave the stage. It's time for the Eliminated Queens to rehearse. We will get to see their four seconds on stage. Um... Why? Why are we eliminating um, the queens who've already been eliminated? Can't we have some time with them? Yeah, they're like we're making sure you guys are these motherfuckers lost. Like <laughs> these guys, these guys are losers. So don't, they yeah. don't want to get a little too happy for them. We will hear Peach say that she had been waiting for Drag Race for the longest time, as it was her dream, but she was eliminated and now with this dramatic turn of events, she's given a second chance on what she thought was her only chance. Now, it was in this moment that I knew that she was actually coming back simply because I don't think this confessional was referring to this moment. Yeah, I mean, it's something about it kind of, I got like a vibe where I was like, "Mm," you know, you can always tell. Yeah, it wasn't about potential of coming back. It was, I am back. So, oopsie doopsie, editors. And that's it. No time to watch the Eliminated Queens rehearse. It's going to be a mystery. Now, is it Elimination Day? Question mark. We didn't get the lower third uh, that typically says Elimination Day. And the Queens are in their same clothes. So me thinks that this entire episode was filmed in the span of a single day. Honestly, I, would, I could believe that. I mean, they're just dancing. It's true. And I heard that um, they only had about like two hours to dance. It'd probably be easier with dance to like learn it and then do it instead of like right. learn Because like, you're not doing your own yeah. lyrics. You're not um, having to record and write. So I think, yeah, I get it. A single day. Now they can focus on themselves, on their work, and what they will do on stage to impress the jury. Cookie says they will show them that they are united in the face of adversity. And Cookie tells the girls that it felt so nice working with them and it felt it was like the Ruskal, which brought them all closer together. Bunani says that with every challenge, they get closer and it's a real sisterhood that will give them the drive to get through this. They will start to discuss what will happen after the show. Are they excited to get back on stage? 
well, Pookie is excited to see her public. She misses them. And I love that that's what the translation says, that she's excited to see her public. I don't know. I wouldn't know what the translation says. I just watch I know. it. You, you don't have the subtitles on. So I could be saying things, and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, actually, it said none of that. <laughs> um, I think Nikki kind of made a joke about that on Instagram today. I almost messaged her and be like, what do the subtitles say? Can you just come on in the podcast and just recap with me? Could, could you imagine if Nikki actually came on and recapped an episode of her fucking show? Hmm. That'd be so cool. She did invite me to the finale, but I was like, I'm not going to be in Paris, so I can't go. Sorry, books. I'm in London that day. I can't. I wish. Oh, my God. No, I'm in, um, I'm broke. Yeah, me too. It's 2023. We all are. That's true. Kiona is excited to see her public, but her public is mostly adults, but she does perform for families and with children sometimes. There is a brief discussion about having to adapt to an audience with children, whether for brunch or dinner, but performing for kids, they say they are mesmerized by the magic and the way they watch the artists. Kiona notes that they haven't been polluted yet by the media and the like, and Punani says that they don't think about the adult who is behind the costume. Cookie says they're just happy to see them as they're just like princesses. Have you got to perform for little children? Honestly, I don't think so. Well, I've been there no. sometimes I'll do a brunch or something, but the majority of the stuff I do is more like later. Yeah, after you, bedtime. You're you're mostly a PG queen. Yeah, I don't do anything too crazy though. No, but no, I just you're, never am around children because I hate them. That's true. That is very true. Now, Cookie relates that for children. Drag artists are just like cartoon characters. There's no problem, but to create the problem. Bonani will share that the public, for her, is a mix. It's great to see the diversity. Cookie will make it clear that there are events that are not meant for children, aka events in clubs where there's alcohol. She says parents must be careful where they take their children, uh, take them to events that are stated as family-friendly. I don't know. I've never been. Um, you've been to um, Paris. Um, is there an age limit that you have to be to go to a club or a bar? 18 usually that's the drinking age in most of europe so it's i mean i don't know if they like wink wink let people in other places but everywhere i went was 18 plus what would happen if we said you know what 18 go drink at 18 in america it would make more sense i think so nowadays people would find problems with it of course of course corruption corrupting our children corrupting but i also don't want a bunch of like 18 year olds running around like that's annoying i mean to be fair to literally be fair like if you dropped it down to 18 all those 18 year old drag artists who sneak into the clubs wink wink um they're gonna drop days down to like 16 and we're gonna have 16 year olds and then it's just bad and i know okay we're keeping it 21 21 it is i know a queen who started when she was 12 (gasps) no like in the clubs yes and she's 17 right now and is like one of the biggest names and i'm not gonna say what city she's from Okay, um, listeners, I will task you to find out who it is. Um, Nolan likes money. Yeah, I was about to say about $50 to do it. <laughs> All right, Sarah's going to discuss the problem that we have. The people tend to believe that a drag show is very sexual, but it's not necessarily the case as many shows don't have that content. She says that some drag queens go to hospitals to visit children. I'm like, no, girl, you're confusing them with clowns. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, who does that? Um, could you imagine? I, see, I Walking don't know. Down if the hospital, I want the a... hospital hallway, but 
Right. I don't know if I want drag queen helping me after I had surgery or something. Give me the give me the therapy dog. That's all I want. Yeah, that's easier. Yeah. Um, therapy dog in drag. No, we're talking. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. All right. Kiona says the real problem is that drag is demonized because it can be sexy and show your body and all, but they don't argue that they want to show this to kids as those events are meant for adult spaces. The media just makes it up. Sarah says they are accused of perverting children or making them think about gender, but it's a false debate. It's all about open-mindedness. It's all a fantasy. Mommy shares that she works with children in her everyday life. She says that her wallpaper is a picture of herself, and one day she got a text that one of her children saw it. She felt ashamed as she didn't know how it would be taken, but the child said she was beautiful and told her mother and said, that was great. As Punani says, we encourage you to come out and support Drag Near You. It's for all. Do you think we will ever get to a place where drag will not be demonized as it's been the past few years? I mean, it probably will settle out a bit one day, but like, I don't think we're ever going to get to a spot where it's like perfectly accepted as something. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always going to be some kind of opposition. Well, let's find someone else to demonize. Let's go find an enemy. Kidding. That's what I'm saying. Cheerleaders, let's go after the cheerleaders. They're sexualizing our children, literally. Yeah. Dance moms. Little hatchets they put kids in. Yeah. All right, the girls are going to get back to focusing on their faces because they got a show to give. Let's bring it to the runway as Nikki is giving us our second Disney illusion this season. We have on land Ariel from The Little Mermaid. I thought she looked beautiful. What did you think of her look? I like anything that Nikki wears. Uh, she can send me something. I'll ask her. I'll tell her to send you something. Um, boy or girl? I could probably fit in. She's probably around the same size. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's 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 nice and petite. She you can make it work. Um, our panel this week has Daphne Berkey, Kitty Smile, Victor Von Santo, who is so cute even with pink hair, and finally Drag Race fan Regine Zespant. Uh, let's discuss our performances. Then get to the runway. First up is the returnees. Um, what is the returnees in French? What was their actual group name? I don't even remember. But what, I think they just said like the eliminated girls, I think. Okay, okay. Which is just eliminé. Pretty similar. We have our divas wearing what I can only imagine are their shiny looks uh, because we had a lot of sequin in some of those girls' looks. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I was like, hmm, some of these could have been a runway if they were in yeah. here. This group will really focus on giving each queen a solo moment. Vespi starts out in her yellow sequin number and she has great conviction despite the lyrics saying blonde when she's, you know, wearing red hair. Um, and she tried to make a joke out of it. Didn't really read. Ginger had energy, but her lip sync was very, very not right. So much so that she had to give us like her back. It was messy. Um, now, like a lot of, mo most of the time, a lot of uh, French people have English in their repertoire, right? Just a little bit, maybe. Duck. I mean, most queer Europeans in general have English in the repertoire. And then in France, yeah. I think most young people, especially, it's probably would rarely be a problem. Did you just call Ginger young? I mean, like, <laughs> sure, sure. I would say that if, uh, if uh, congratulations to Ginger, um, but I don't know. But yeah, the English is pretty common. Maybe she didn't know Nikki's song. She doesn't listen to Nikki's music on repeat. That would make two of us. <laughs> the, 
this group really didn't have that much in cohesion as a group, but I did love the slidewalk choreo moment that in the chorus when they did that little like shuffle over. That I love. I love that step. Very fossy, the amoeba. Yeah, overall, they did they did a good job. Not like they have anything to lose. Right. Rose, such a sweet girl. When she returns in a future season, perhaps she will learn how to, you know, lip sync and dance. Yeah, usually that's important. Yeah. Uh, Kitty Space had a great run, but her lip sync, again, not tight. The English was not there. And then there's Peach, dancing queen, lip sync slayer. She really did stand out in the group despite giving her the least solo vocal moment. But that spin, that pirouette, and ballet sold it for me. Yeah, it was kind of obvious who uh, who was going to be the top dog of that group. <laughs> Do you think she knew she was going to be the winner or and the girls just let her have this moment? Or do you think the other girls thought they had a chance? Maybe at the beginning they thought, but probably once they got things going, they were like, what's the point? I think so, too. It was nice seeing them all again, but <laughs> it was clear what was happening from this team. Yes. <laughs> and, hey, I have no problems with that. Me either. All right. Will this remain our final five? Let's talk about the Fantastic Five. Our queens will wear black and all be redheads. Uh, we love cohesion in this house. Um, I know you are a fan of a red wig once in a while. Oh, a uh, you know, little, little cheese in the style of a 90s country singer, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and a 2000s uh, sitcom star. You could say that again. Mm-hmm. One of the best sitcoms of that one channel in that decade. Do you think we <laughs> need gonna a reboot of Reba? You said what? Do we need a reboot of Reba? They're talking about doing one. Wouldn't it be great? I think it'd be so much fun. I think in like a couple, like a year ago is when they started talking about it. So it might actually happen. And I think it'd be so silly. Like how old would that child be? Well, it, it ended in like 2006. So so that child's gone to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that child probably has a grandchild. Uh, based on how that show went, probably. Probably. Oh, boy. All right. First off, we are going to have Sarah give us the start with that split. Good for her. Good for you being able to do that. Then right into Punani, who is like, punch, punch, punch. And that's me in a club on a Saturday night. Not getting into a bar fight. No, dancing. That's me dancing. I'm about to say, are you a puncher? <laughs> are you a puncher when you dance? I don't dance. Yes, you do. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it that. I just kind of do a little bit of this. And then, the head bob in the shoulders. Yeah, and, then, and then goof off. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, we're gonna get Cookie next, and you can tell that she was not um, she was not going all out in the choreography or the lip sync. She was very, um, dare I say, off on the words. She did not stand out. She, if she did, it was for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but I like her, so I don't care. Mommy has so much energy, and um, I wish it could have been contained a little bit because she was a little out there compared to everybody else. I used to be that way until I got my ADHD meds. So, you know. I love that for you. I love that for you. We get to our chorus, and with Kiona front and center, you can tell that she was the main character in this group. This had her stamp on it. She was Beyonce. The rest of the song was very much in line with line swapping, and I think, for me personally, it didn't do the group service. I think it would have been more coherent in the movement and the difficulty level, and if they just gave each other more lines to do kind of like the first group um like i wanted them to have breakout moments that were more than just a line like give me a verse give me a chorus yeah i really um, really like it just kind of felt a little like 
I mean, yeah, they did a good job, but I just don't know how I feel about. But no one's shine. Oh, it's just think... dancing challenge. I was like, well, I mean, let's give like I understand why they would have gone where they don't want to make anyone shine more than the other because then it might affect someone going to the bottom. But by doing it this way, you're then saying all five of you have to be in sync, and knowing that Cookie was not going to be, it it kind of set her up for failure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say too much because I probably would have been in the bottom if I did that. <laughs> well, word is, as I said earlier, that they had about two hours to rehearse, and I think maybe an overnight would have been a little more conducive. But hey, this is reality TV; we got a timeline. Yeah, what happens is what happens. All right, category is Shine for Us. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Shiny or Dull. That was not as creative. No, not very creative. I was too tired this morning. But I'll say big fan of the category. Yeah, you like shiny things? Of course, who doesn't? I know, it's true. All right, Kiona, look by Alvaro Couture, nails by House of Tokyo. It's very likely that the original prompt for this category, like they got in their like welcome packet, probably said sequins. Um, because I think an entire sequin factory will sold out by the end of this runway. Oh, that definitely. being said, this look, I like it in principle. The colors are magnificent. The blue and gold pair well together. The headpiece really does complete the look and, and elevate it. It's giving a very basic silhouette with a very strong material. Very 70s disco fantasy. I think the heels being gold was right. I just wish they were like a different heel personally. But I love when a queen matches their eyeshadow to the look. And finally, Kiona got the right color match. Yeah, 10 out of 10. You liked it? Would you she wear it? You can do no wrong for, by me. So, Would you wear this look? I would. Uh, I probably wouldn't come up with it because I'm not that creative. But like, if someone gave it to me, I'd, 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 you know, I'd throw it nice. on. Virginie says that she was amazing on stage and says it was extraordinary. She says it was captivating, enhanced, enchanting, and that's precisely why we love the show. Kitty says that the look is amazing as a reference to the Dior show by Galliano. He says that he admires her sorority values and helping her sisters, but reminds her to not forget that she's competing for herself. Nikki says that she wanted to be the driving force of the group, but as a result, she was more a teacher than a dancer. Kiona will say it's a girls' band challenge. They had to perform together, and they are proud of what they performed. And Daphne says, it, yeah, they're proud too, but make it clear that, as Nikki says, she wanted to see five dancers, not four dancers, and the choreographer. This look, I will give a shiny. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to second that motion. Pass it on to the next house. Audience, 84% shiny, 16% dull. Mami Wata, jumpsuit by Sarah Bunab, dressed by Marco Gomes. Now, I don't know anything about what ha happened here because I know that um, Sarah Bunab is Moon's designer. I am very curious to know if this is Moon's look. I'm very curious, but let's discuss it. I am not sure if there's like a grand fashion reference that I'm missing here that everyone's going to scream at me for missing, but I do not care for this dumpster fire at all. If this is fashion, then I am fine wearing t-shirts and pajama bottoms for the rest of my podcasting days. You have this cat food, cat suit in this meh fabric and then literally draped silver sequin fabric on her body, covered it in her face. I desperately wanted her to lip sync and then she would have been proven that it was just a fucking mess. It, it, this was a miss for me. Um, am I wrong? Am I right? Tell me, Nolan, what are we going on? Here? I liked it. You liked it, of course you did. Not, Tell I, me why. I, I wasn't, it's not, it's not my least favorite, but I mean, it doesn't really take much. If she's is, just, is there something I'm missing about it? 
Maybe. Probably okay. something I'm missing too. I just, I mean, if it's shiny, I'm gonna like it. I don't, you That's know. fair. I mean, I just, it was the face. I thing. probably wouldn't it? wear it. it. It looked like it just looked to a level that went over my head. I think maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I recognize that's good, but like I don't. I think I'm just not a fashion person, so I don't. I don't know. Victor says that she is his favorite and says she's gorgeous. He says during the show, his eyes were only on her. Nikki says she's glowing and is jealous of her body because that's the body she wanted to have in the video, but she didn't have the time to eat air for five days. Kitty says that he loves the look and says it's the one he would want to wear. And Virginie says that she made something work that shouldn't work. She says it's the sublime and it's great how she wears it and how it fits. I say dumpster fire. It's dull. So it's looking like it's uh, all against one right here, huh? I don't know. You tell me. What are you, what are you going to go with? I'm, I'll give it a shiny. It's not. It's a shimmery. How about that? Guess what? The audience agrees with you. 53% shiny, 47% That's barely, dull. though. That's like might as well be half and half. I thought this was going to be like one vote for good, but okay. Here we are. Cookie Country, no designers listed. I think this in concept is fun and flirty and different than what Cookie is given this season. The problem is it's very flat and not extravagant, thus making it feel weak for Cookie. We've seen the sequin body illusion before. The bikini and skirt combo felt very minimal. And the heels, if you're going to go for a body illusion, I do not want to see tights. Give me the full fucking leg. Yeah, I liked it, but I could understand how, like, for like Drag Race, it could be a little mm-hmm. basic. But like, bring that out to like to the gig. Oh, that'd be great. How long do you think it took her to remove all that glitter that she had to spray onto her face? It's probably still there. Oh, there's definitely. I mean, you never lose all of it. <laughs> probably just like you know, one big good swipe, and then you just got to scrub for about five, five, ten minutes <laughs> until you give up. Katie says that she gave her all in this challenge. Unfortunately, she's standing next to high-level queens. Daphne says that she managed to identify each role in the Fantastic Five, except hers. She says, most importantly, she didn't know the lyrics. Cookie will say that she was so focused on making sure the group was working well and keeping up with the others that she let herself get carried away without focusing on the moment. AKA, it's not my fault. Nikki says the performance was great and knows how to be feline, sexy, and vamp. She says she loved the Martian Barbarella look as it's super fun and camp. She says it's quite surprising because she usually comes out in uh, Zadiva fashion and says she would have preferred if her feet were covered. Victor says that he loves her drag because she relies on fashion and humor. Cookie, I'm sad to say it's a doll. I'll give it a sh- like a little, like a half shiny again. I'm going to do that. Audience, 29% shiny, 71% dull. Excuse me. Sada Forever, look by Kashalana. If you know me, you know one of my favorite things to help relax me and be therapeutic is playing with two-way sequin. Sarah, if I ever meet you and you wear this, I will be playing with this look and drawing penises all over. This is such a stark and bold approach. She has her face covered for a reason. I love the silver lip and knowing the sequin will match it not only in silver on the body, but then when they're reversed, you got the makeup and sequins. Brilliant. This is a beautifully haunting, cohesive look. And whoever had to sew this thing, you deserve an award for having a nightmare to deal with because sewing two-way sequin sucks. It's going to have a little cut up half little sequins all over the place. I, I started this sequence about two years ago and I still find sequence everywhere. It's so miserable to work with. I, yeah, no. I, someone would just ask me to do that for them. I'd say, no, thank you. What did you think of Sarah's interpretation? 
Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, 10 out of 10. I like how simple it was, but also it was cool. Like it kind of. It was so cool. Yeah. I mean, it shows you don't have to, you don't have to do too much to have something that's nice. I agree. I agree. Daphne says when the Fantastic Five arrived, she was first and she was very proud of her. She says she danced the entire time and each of her moves meant something. She says she was in place where she belonged. She says she has never seen this on the runaway and the reveal was fabulous. Kitty says that she found a way to shine without overpowering her sisters. He says the look is incredible. Virginie says that before the reveal, it was already impressive. She says she's gorgeous and it works well and it's beautiful. She says the reveal was moving. And Nikki says she's already seen this reveal, but hers was much better. She asks how she created the mask, and Sarah says she worked one sequin at a time. Um, that's too much work. Yeah. And Victor says that's amazing, and that's what they expect from drag. I will give this a shiny. Yeah, I'm going to have to follow suit. Audience, 84% shiny, 16% dull. And finally, Punani, look by me some clouds. Right. Um, and Punani made us look as well. Again, camping, going with the sequin body illusion, executed well. I'm getting like Wilma Flintstone vibes from this. The face is a bit creepy, but I like how it's detailed in a way that resembles Punani's mug. The silhouette is sleek and clean. The hair is fabulous. The only thing I don't love is how the material bunches and makes the skin part look like she's got like flaps. Yeah, I mean, I like I like how it's on like the skin. Like, because mm-hmm. cookies was whenever cookie came out i was like oh i wish that like that little mask went over her face so i really like how she made it like all one yeah. thing and i could tell that it was kind of like you know bunching up but also like what are you gonna do it's true it's true some things are just they just gotta they gotta be i i, I liked it probably, i'd say honestly probably my favorite of the looks all right well kitty says he loved her in the fantastic five as she used her sense of humor to f- to her performance Victor says that her character is crucial in the group because she added this offbeat humor. He says she's not a great dancer, but her performance is great. Daphne says this is what she loves about Punani. She says she has a sense of humor and mentions that makeup as she covered her face with sequin, mole included. Vigeny says that her look stands out and works perfectly well. She thought green was banned worldwide because of Michelle Visage, but taboos can be broken. She says her hair is truly amazing and says it's a great idea. And Nikki would have loved to see more hips and a smaller waist as it would have been even more cartoonish. Valid point. I think this was well done. I will give it a shiny. Yeah, I like it. That's probably my favorite. But I mean, I guess if it had bigger hips and that stuff, like I'm sure. But yeah. at that point, it's like we're just nitpicking. But you kind of have to at this point. Audience, 78% shiny, 22% dull. Now, I will say, I am a bit disappointed that the Eliminated Queens didn't get a chance to show their looks, especially knowing that only a performance will count to their potential emergence back to the competition. Would you yeah. like to see the Queens run walk the runway one more time? Yeah, well, like, I just wanted to see more of them in general. Yeah, I, it was it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Kind of like, it could have been just a normal challenge without, without them being back. I mean, you because you barely even saw them. I agree because again, it's it's a great cast. Yeah, that's the heart. Sometimes you just they gotta stop casting such a good cast because then everybody's awesome. That's true. All right, the shiny sequin girlies cheers at some of them. Literally cannot move their look in their looks. Cookie will say that she was delighted to work with them. She says it's not over yet. Mommy is happy they worked as a team and they will continue to work as a team. And all Fiona, as they could not have done it without her. Without her, they would be the other group. Wow. Shady, shady, shady. She is very proud of the group and notes that if they weren't 
five, if they weren't five Kionas dancing and talking themselves around, but they were Punani, Sarah, Mami, Wata, Cookie, and Kiona together. Individually, they created something together. What is this kumbaya bullshit? Oh, no. Tell me other drag queens that are this kind to each other. I'm nice. To other people? Other drag artists? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Not often. often. But I try not to hang out with those guys. That's fair. That's fair. Kiona will say that when she saw the returning group, she felt reassured and says it's exactly what she didn't want to do. And meanwhile, I thought the other group was stronger doing what they did. Uh, But what do I know? I'm just a podcast commentator of Drag Race. Yeah. How dare you say anything, right? Right. She believes it was cute, but it lacked cohesion and originality. Sarah will note that Peach stood out as an excellent performer, and Punani says she took the chance they offered her. And again, we're only talking about Peach here. We know what's about to come. Yeah, and, and good for her. I agree. Cookie will now admit that there's a good chance it's her. She will do anything, as she's already done it a few times, you know, lip sync. She's determined to be in the semifinals and stay with this group. No one is taking her place. Kiona tells the group, whoever is lip syncing, they need to give their all. Period. Yeah. You think it's extra pressure for whoever's in the bottom to like represent for the five of them? I mean, I, I would rather be like normally eliminated than like have to then like, you know, swap with someone to come back. Right. Because like it, the, the, it kind of feels a bit worse. Right. The tension is higher. The pressure is higher. The stakes are higher because the other one's already gone. If they're gone, they're gone again, you know? Yeah, it's like really only you're you're the only one that has like a really a foot in the game. Yeah. The queens have returned with the eliminated queens watching from the side in those beautiful director chairs. Very comfy. Sarah forever is deemed the winner of the week. She wins 2,000 euros worth of Matt Cosmetics. Mommy, Kiona, and Punani are safe leaving Cookie in the bottom to lip sync for her place in the competition. Do you agree? I would have given Kiona the win, but that's just because I love her. That's fair. Do you think not giving her the win makes it a little less obvious that she could actually win the whole thing? No, because it already is obvious. They, it's fair. too late. <laughs> That's fair. Nikki has decided that Peach will be the returning queen to battle to return to the competition. Do you agree? Like hell, yeah. Yeah, very right. Very, very right. The song is Elar nope, by Shime. Nope, nope, nope. What is it? Tell me. Tell me. Et what is alors. it? What? A alors. A alors. 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 Whatever. That's really good. So that's actually a song is in one of my um like one day I'll perform playlist. Um, is I it really? So you like Shime? Yeah, love Shime. It's a really good song. Um, A alors means like so what? That's Pink song. Well, it doesn't mean that like really, but it's like <laughs> mine as well. All right, I love it. Uh, there was no way in hell Peach was losing this one. Once that whistle began, she 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 had it in her body. She almost for a while. I was like, I was like, she's almost doing a little too much. I was like, mm-hmm. she's got a this, fire under her ass. This really was a high energy dance moment. Peach brought it. I think Cookie was great, and I think it, she did it her way. If there was a universe that if timing worked out, you had like I don't know an extra episode, they both could have stayed. But with a makeover challenge coming, you only had so many slots available. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was a double, if they both stayed. I, I was kind of thinking it would be just because I, I like, did too. Just because Cookie Country is so like iconic in France, but I could understand if like it's 
like they physically can't add somebody else because of like well we don't know who they're making over yet so that that could be a a question mark peach is a superstar she fought to be there harder than many have in the end peach is back and it is the end of the road for cookie Conti. do you agree i mean you know if you're not gonna win you gotta you gotta lose well, that's that's that ain't that the truth <laughs> so but i will say peach um hi yeah give me, give me a chance yeah so if, if a peach is out here listening anyway salut Bonjour. Oh, you, you 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 like uh you like a beard don't you no but with peach it works oh it's just with peach you, you, you have a talent crush sure all right let's go with that one don't want to get you in trouble all right i got some burning questions to wrap this podcast are you ready oh you probably get that checked out right yeah uh what is cookie's legacy that she's that she's pretty she's awesome Nobody knows. i mean God, i knew if i knew who she was before drag race i'm like then she's definitely like you know i feel like it's a little sad she didn't go in and like slay it all but i don't think people are mad i think everyone sees her as like an icon like no one's right and and we've always talked about you might be a great drag artist it doesn't mean you're great for drag race and yeah. i think cookie tried to do it in a way that was true to her but also trying to fit a mold that necessarily didn't yeah. work and they gave her they gave her the storyline kind of of like somebody with a big like a good reputation coming in but like but not where they like tore her down. They still kind of like build her up and it kind of gave her the archetype of she's a, she is a good queen. Just, you know, yeah. very, very fun. similar in the world of Cam Hugh last season. Yeah. Kind of like that. I also knew who so, Cam before. Whoever is on season three of Draggers France, do not wear teal in your promo shoot. Cause they both wore teal. Hey, correlation and causation, right? Mm-hmm. Who won the week? Who had the best week? Not me. I'm tired. I don't know. Yeah, me too. But what well, I, I would say, I I just love Kiana. I, I Kiana like, had to have a good week. She got to be her mama and give everybody her little she's little mother hen and teaching their little dances. She can do no wrong by me. I I'm gonna I'm just gonna say peace just because she's back in the competition. She did oh, the least yeah, to do the most. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, yeah, I'll change it to her just because, like, this kind of episode was about her. Peace, if you're listening, someone's um, waiting for you. Yeah, right here. She's from Paris, right? Um, I don't remember exactly where she is. You should go find her. No, she's from Arles. I don't, where's it's that? South of, south of France. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, that sounds fun. It's time for a makeover next week. Who do you think will fail and why is it Mami Wata? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Well, you know, bless her heart. Kiona will probably just do amazing, you know, like she does. Mm-hmm. And then they probably will pro- most likely do the best because she has the most unique face to put on another person's face. I could see Peach doing really well. I could see Peach doing well, but. Um, it would I, make my heart happy, though, for her to come back and then do well. And go into the final? Yeah, that'd be such a treat. Well. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is Kiona. I think it is Kiona. I oh, feel like um, Kiona. Kiona. I, I think the statistics are very much on her side. 
Um, I don't think she's had a dominating performance like some other winners have had in previous um, franchises. Which I kind of like. I, yeah. I kind of like that. Like it's, like but it it's also proves. Win, but you're but you're not going to bet money on it. It also proves that the rest of the cast is that strong. I mean, Punani probably at this point won't win, but she's still a great drag artist. Yeah, like, Sarah if doesn't her, win. Who will win? Right, Sarah is the closest right now, but I feel like the show isn't giving us a Sarah victory right now. Earlier in the season, they did. Now I think it's swapped over to Kiona. Yeah, hopefully. I hope she has a good day. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll, we're getting to the finale soon. And those who are going to the grand finale taping in Pauly, good for you. Um, I'll go next season. Nikki, get me in. I'll come. I'll, I'll make it work. Hey, you can, she can go and extend that invite my way too. I'll see what she can do. I'll see. I'm actually a uh, native uh, Parisian now because I've been twice. So. Oh, nat- naturally, duh. Yeah, I've been naturalized. I have a, a EU passport now. It's, mm-hmm. it's markers and crayons. And you just consume wine and baguettes twenty four seven. A lot of cheese too. Mm-hmm. And that's um, the best thing about France. Cigarettes. The be- my favorite thing about France is that baked goods are just so easily and readily accessible. Like, that I can would, just, like, stop and just get, like, a croissant if I want one. Or a crepe. Like, hell yeah, that's awesome. I love that. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me right now on my main Instagram, which is Nolan M. Phillips. And then uh, at one point, I will reboot my drag Instagram. But we'll see. I might change. There might be some changes happening. So lots of, lots of things coming up. But they're all secrets. All secrets. Oh my God. Secret code for I have nothing coming up. Super celebrity drag race season three. Yeah. And I'm the celebrity. Exactly. Well, friend, it was fun. Thanks for being here. Hey, that's what I'm for. I'm the resident uh, Francophone. <laughs>